But it is an unpopular opinion. Don't, no one come at me or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and I have shared many unpopular opinions on the show. So we'll, 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 we'll take the heat. We'll take the heat. The hate mail can come to us. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And this week, we're bringing you a little bit of a different episode from the DCL Duo. From time to time, we like to branch off of talking about cruising and talk about the parks and other things. And we've had some really great guests on who've been authors and commentators and bloggers. And this evening, we're talking to what I'm going to call an influencer, a Disney influencer who has quite a wide following on Instagram, has been a contributor to The Diz previously. Those of you who are not familiar, The Diz is the successful Diz board started by Pete Werner, and he has several podcasts and shows affiliated with his endeavor there. So I want to start by welcoming Morgan to our show. Welcome, Morgan. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you are you are quite the Disney aficionado, and so we're excited to pick your brain about, uh, about Disney. So yeah. I can't wait. I seriously love everything Disney and any, any part of Disney I can get my hands on, I love so much. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we're excited to talk to you about all that stuff. Morgan, we like to start our show with folks' Disney background, and you've got a pretty wide-ranging background with uh, your experience with Disney. Do you want to share with folks kind of your background with Disney? Oh, absolutely. And if I ramble on too long, please let me know. Um, it actually starts when I was 16 months old, and you're probably thinking, what? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> how that little... Well, my great aunt, so my grandma's sister, was very good friends with Eeyore and the Country Bears. And I think Br'er Fox at Disney World. So naturally, we, we'd go visit her and see her at work. I have pictures with her, supposedly. <laughs> I am too young to remember and or know that that's her. But we did go <laughs> and visit. And then um, growing up on the East Coast, we would travel all the time. I was very fortunate to go a handful of times during my childhood. My dad is a very big Disney fan. He's kind of like undercover Disney fan. Like he's not as like outwardly expressive as I am or like buying the Disney merch or anything. Um, but he kind of like got me into that. And then time goes on. I go to college and towards the end of my sophomore year, I apply for Disney College program. And surprise enough, I got accepted first try, which is very rare. That's it's awesome. very it's very hard to get in. I think the year I applied, 30,000 kids applied and they only took 2,000. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I got to work merchandise at World of Disney. Oh, awesome. We had the ugliest costumes. <laughs> we <were so> bad. <laughs> and we had the high-waisted pants before it was cool again. <laughs> it was the biggest Disney store in the world. And they've had an expansion like since working there. It was so cool. I learned so much about the ins and outs. Got to go on um, a couple backstage tours being a cast member. Um, at Tower Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, which were two pretty good ones. Made a couple really good lifelong friends. And then I go back to college. After graduating, I eventually got to California and I never visited Disneyland, never visited California. And so in 2017, finally moved there, got a Disneyland pass a month after being there. I can't believe I even waited a month. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. First time walking down Main Street, I was like crying and tearing up. And then, you know, being used to Disney World's castle. I look down the street and I'm like <laughs> wiping my eyes. Is that it? It's so, it's so tiny. <laughs> it's tiny. That's, what, that's what I said the first time. <laughs> exactly. Like if you go from like Sleeping Beauties to Cinderella's, it's like, whoa. But if you go the other way, it's like, oh, it's so cute. 
But <laughs> I love Sleeping Beauty. She's my favorite. And I love Sleeping Beauty's castle. So I love that you can go inside of her castle and not have to make an expensive dining reservation. So yes, mm-hmm. that is one up on her. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I would go to Disney quite often. And I just had friends that kind of made fun of me for liking Disney. Like, why are you always going to Disney? Why are you only posting Disney pictures? Not that it hurt my feelings, but I was just like, I'm gonna start a good Disney Instagram. Like, not no, like I'm just gonna make an Instagram strictly for my Disney pictures. And then long story short, I started like making friends there and going often and meeting up and doing Disney bounds. And then it just kind of grew. Had the opportunity to work with the Diz Unplugged after meeting them at Disneyland. It was great. And I got to work for the Diz for a year and then the pandemic hit and that kind of erupted everything. And yeah, I just love Disney. And eventually, actually, I have started my own podcast called Just Some Magic. And it's about people sharing their most magical moments and why we love going to the parks and what it means to us. So it's a very feel-good podcast. So Just Some Magic podcast, if you guys want to check it out. But that's kind of my whole Disney journey. Oh my goodness. It's quite the journey. How long have you been doing the Instagram posting? I know in 2017, like when I first got my pass, I didn't start it till February 2018. So about two and a half years at this point, almost three years. But I think this year, 2020, not being able to go to the parks, I've been kind of taking a little break from it. Yeah, like three years. Have you been surprised at its popularity? I mean, you have over, I think the last time I saw over 11,000 followers in two years. That's that's impressive. Was that surprising? Very much so. When I first hit my first thousand, I was like, wait, what? People like this? Like, I'm just goofing off at Disney. Like, what are you talking about? I think I'm very good at is not necessarily the photos or the posts, but I love capturing when I'm in the parks. I love sharing stories or like making people feel like they're there with me. I'm very strategic with how I tell the story of my day. Like I'm not just going to show a random clip from Big Thunder Mountain and then a picture of a Dole Whip. I'm going to show you the journey between like, okay, we're about to go. We got our fast passes. Let's go on Big Thunder Mountain and then show a screaming on Big Thunder Mountain and then walking <laughs> through adventure. Like I'm very strategical with it. And I love getting messages from people saying, thank you so much for sharing your story. I kind of lived my day going through your story and it brings me back. And like that just means the absolute most to me. So that's why I love doing it. And then it just kind of took off and people kind of liked it. And I'm very much okay with that. I'm definitely not the most fashionable or the best Disney bounder. There's wonderful people out there, but I just kind of do my own thing. So yeah. I love your character interaction posts. I feel like some of those posts are like the most magical or the most fun because it's, you know, when you're not able to go to the park every day, we live in the Seattle area. So of course, we it's been a while since it's been since March, since we were at a Disney park and it was Disneyland. But I miss those character interactions so much. Oh, Thank you. I take big pride in my character interactions. I love meeting characters so much. I feel like I could talk to them for hours, whether they're a fur character like Pooh Bear or a villain like Maleficent. I love meeting characters. And I don't know if you saw interaction with Jack and Sally a year or two ago. Oh, no, I'll have to look for that, though. It's very cool because I had a wonderful shop make me some musical ears. And it's from Ears by Jess. Shout out to her. You click on the bow and then the ears, uh, there's like a little music box inside of one of the ears and it's played, this is Halloween. This is... And so what I did was I had Jack and Sally, like I said, oh, just press the bow. And they were like really concerned. They were like, what? And they press it and their faces are priceless. It's like (laughs) one like semi-viral video. And it was just so cool to have them freak out. And then Jack kept getting every character host and was like, wait, wait, come here, come here, come here. Look at this, look at this. And then they're like, okay, go get, go get Sarah or somebody. Like, and they, they would switch and come back. Like he was so excited about 
about him and I was just laughing and it was so great. I'll, I'll send you the the link specifically. It was oh so Oh my good. God, I love that. That's so much fun. We had an experience like that at Pixar Pier Night. There was a, a woman in front of us in line who had bought this elaborate chef's hat with an illuminated Remy, <gasps> you know, sitting inside of it. And it was very well done. I've seen others that aren't as well done. This was very well done. And so we were waiting in line for Emil and Remy. And when they got up there, the Emil and Remy characters just went nuts for it. So <laughs> were they just like looking around, trying to like, oh, I see playing with characters is so much fun. I love the rare character meet and greets like that. Or like when the princes come out for Valentine's Day or Christmas. I'm like, oh, Prince Philip, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and and the unique costumes too. Yes. Well, and I know you mentioned, uh, or we mentioned off air before the show that you haven't been on a Disney cruise. You would love them for the character interactions because the lines are so quick and they're so much fun and the characters are constantly coming out every day and uh, new costumes and, you know, uh, Minnie Mouse and her captain's outfit as opposed to her regular outfit. So it's, it's a lot of fun on the cruise line, the different characters that they bring on board. And I know the cruises, I don't know which one, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like there's sometimes a Star Wars cruise or a Marvel cruise. I want to do the Marvel cruise. That so do we. Amazing. <laughs> so do we. I yes. want to meet Iron Man. I want to meet all the Avengers. Like that's where I'm at. <laughs> Morgan, one thing I love to ask guests like you who kind of, you know, are documenting their experiences in the parks, has has your journey changed how you experience a Disney park? Oh, okay. I am going to have an answer you probably won't expect. I am very passionate about not making it feel like work or a job, even though working for the Diz was a job and <laughs> I did work for them and I was had, you know, go out and scout things and stuff. But when it comes to like Instagram and stuff, I never want to feel like I'm forced to doing something. Even if I show up in this perfect Disney bound, but if I'm just like not feeling it or if it's too hot or I just rather ride rides and eat a churro, I'm going to do that. And I think that's very important for people's like mental health and, you know, not getting that burnout and stuff. I think that's why I've been able to do it for so long. But I will say this, when I I, before I did Disney Instagram, I would wear sneakers, Nike shorts, and like a whatever <laughs> t-shirt. And like maybe you're maybe not wear makeup. Maybe wear like a Nike hat or something. Like I, I was very undercover. But now that I have an Instagram, I'm trying to look a little bit cuter, but I'm still very comfy. For Dapper Day, this is this is a good tip for any girls that wants to go to Dapper Day but want their feet to be comfy. There's a thing called Crocs heels. So Crocs, those sandals that people wear, they make heels and they're the only shoes. I'm able to wear all day long with no fuss. They are so comfortable. And I've worn them to Dapper Day. I've worn them into Club 33. They are so comfortable. And I love telling people, yeah, they're Crocs. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) So (laughs) very, very fun. Highly recommend. But yeah, I think I just change kind of what I wear, try to be a little more intentional. And then also, I just really care about like my mental health and like want to make sure that I'm always enjoying the parks. If I ever feel like overwhelmed or stressed or not in the mood for something, like I definitely won't force myself to do it. That's awesome. I feel like yeah, if you're not in the mood to stand in line to meet a particular character and, you know, go on a ride and that'll make you feel better. Right. And then or maybe take a picture on the ride instead. Eat a Dole Whip. I love it. Eat a churro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually digging that answer because the authenticity of it is great. Right. Like you're you're there to experience the park your way and you just want to share it with others as opposed to I see lots of people who are there to sell the park, if that makes sense, or, or sell their experience in the park. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I always want to like have a good time. Like if I say like, oh, I'm only here for a minute, like I'm 
going to go ride this. Like, I remember I got back from like Tokyo Disneyland and I was like, I need, I just need to go back to Disneyland. Like, I just need to go back in the park. I need to see my park. I need to go back in. And so I did. And like, you know, I was kind of looking like a bum, but I didn't care. Like, I just want to just, there's just so much magic. And I just want to keep it that way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that raises a question for you. Um, Morgan, which parks have you visited? I know Disneyland, Disney World, Tokyo Disney. Have you visited Disneyland Paris? I have not. I really want to. That's my next one. Even though I've heard mixed reviews about it. I heard it. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been there? You know, well, I oh, have. We've also heard mixed. Well, re- well, you have, and we've also heard mixed reviews. Okay, <laughs> okay. I ha- yeah, I have, but I was just there for like a few hours, and I can tell you, it was eighteen years ago, so it was a very different. There was only one park there, and it was very small, and so I, I will honestly say I don't remember it that well either, because it was you know that, so long ago, and and that was my only experience. It was just for maybe like four hours or so, because I happened to be in Paris. It was my summer before law school. I was traveling around Europe and I had spent lots of time traveling around Europe for five weeks looking at museums and churches. And I just wanted something different. (laughs) So I took the train to Disneyland Paris from Paris. And yeah, I remember having fun, but it's so, like I said, so different, I think now. But from everything we hear, the rides are, are great, but we hear the food is terrible. That's the like the, the consistent thing we hear from everyone is the like all of the food is horrible, <laughs> and <laughs> that's the really is very yeah, and that the service is not like what you get in not just food service but like in general like the just the cast member interaction is different. It's much more European. That's exactly what I heard, and I'll say this: I've been to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, and the cast members there all love their jobs, or at least act like it very well. The energy that they have and the passion that they have, just loving their job, they are so sweet and so kind and so accommodating. Like that was the first country I have ever been to outside of the U.S. and the, right as of the moment, the only country I've been to outside of the U.S. And wow. it was such a good first country to go to because they are so accommodating. For example, when they're telling you to go to, you know, which row for the ride vehicle, they will walk you to there. Like they won't just like say, oh, go to number one, you go to number two. Like they're very accommodating. They hand you the money like so like like they present it back to you. They're so kind. And even the ones that have a little bit of harder time, like understanding you, they will still try their hardest or get somebody to help. Like they're not just going to like blow you off. They want to help you. And their parades are ridiculous and crazy and they're way better than any U.S. Disney Park parade ever. So highly recommend if you can go on YouTube and watch the Dreaming Up Parade. Highly recommend. It is amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's high praise. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. Everybody does talk about Tokyo Disney Sea and it is so wonderful. I wish, however, there was a little more Disney elements to it. This is kind of like an unpopular opinion, but I do think Tokyo Disney Sea is the best park. But if you just took the few things that have Disney slapped on it, it could very easily be a universal park just because there's not as much Disney elements as you'd like. Like there is like Ariel's Grotto area or not Grotto, but like the Atlantica Castle and there is an Agrabah area. But other than that, there's really not that much like Disney elements and like so it's definitely something to think about but it is an unpopular opinion don't no one come at me or anything (laughs) (laughs) sam and i've shared many unpopular opinions on the show so we'll we'll, we'll take the heat we'll take the heat the hate mail can come to us i I think it looks it looks really cool because i know it is kind of like world showcasey in the sense that it's like each area is like a different region of the world or whatnot and so uh, to me that seems really fun but i also like you know when they infuse the disney 
you know, Disney icons and, you know, Disney IP like everywhere. So I'm with you. I probably would feel the same way. So Morgan, one uh, one other sort of question I had was like pre-pandemic, how often were you going to Disneyland? <laughs> More than I care to admit. <laughs> like on an, on an average week. Honestly. Okay. So when I was in Disneyland, when I first moved here, I was like an hour away. So I'd go like maybe once or twice a week and I'd have a carpool buddy friend and we'd go on his days off and stuff. Because all my jobs, I was able to like work from home or I've been a coach. And so my hours were a little different than most people. So I could go in the middle of the day and then have practice later that night. But when I like changed jobs and I was 20 minutes away, I think I went minimum like three times a week. And then when I got my job with the Diz, I had to be there a lot. And I was there maybe four to six. I don't think I ever went like a week straight, but like sometimes it was for a very quick, like I need a picture of this. So someone so can do an article, but yeah, it was lot. I really enjoyed Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's cool. I mean, if you've got an annual pass and you're going in just to take like a picture of like a particular restaurant or a particular ride or something like that, Mm -hmm. well, it's like, okay, well, I'm here for, I might as well, you know, I might as well go on, you know, Guardians, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, well, I might as well just go and ride it. Oh, look, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Pass Pass open. The next thing you know, oh, I'm here for the parade. And then after that, I'm like, oh, well, might as well get dinner. And the next thing you know, you're here for hours. (laughs) You can eat at you very quickly. (laughs) We would be the same way. We'd be like, oh, well, it looks like, you know, it looks like what's that, um, What's that place on Pixar Pier we like to eat at, Brian, that uh, that we've only been... Lamplight Lounge, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. The lobster nachos. I just get chicken on it. It's so good. <laughs> it's I was going to say, Lynn Testa took us to task over those lobster yeah, he nachos. Did, he, he didn't was like, agree uh, with us. <laughs> was, it, or was it Lynn or was it Seth? One of them. One of them was just like, I just, I listened to your episode on Disneyland <laughs> and I vehemently disagree with your take on the lobster nachos. <laughs> oh my goodness. They're so good. And then there's yeah. the <laughs> potato skins. Okay. Now my mouth is watering and I'm like hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And uh, now you, this is this is why we're so sad with Disney World not being open. <laughs> or oh, sorry, Disneyland. Disney Land, I mean, sorry, Disney I, meant, Land, yeah. I was able to go to Buena Vista Street right when it opened and I've had to grab some Disney popcorn and it tastes so good. Just uh, as good as I remember. <laughs> I, I have to say, so that's going to be an unpopular opinion, but I really like the cheddar popcorn, but they only have it at Disney World, not at Disneyland. And it's like the, the little kiosk right in front of Imagination and Epcot. That's where I always get my popcorn. Oh, I do the same. When I was in Florida, I would get the buffalo and the cheddar mixed because the buffalo by itself was just way too spicy. But with the cheddar, it kind of bounced it out a little bit. I mean, your fingers are orange and red by the end of it, but it's <laughs> exactly. so good. I know exactly what you're talking about when you said cheddar popcorn. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a big popcorn girl. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So Morgan, I'm also curious. So on this journey you've been on with your Instagram feed, what have been some of the most sort of rewarding aspects of it? And what have been some of the challenging aspects of it? Oh, I think the most rewarding is like the friends I've made. I've definitely made some like lifelong friends or people I've never would have met other if it wasn't for like Instagram bringing us together or Disney. Because, you know, you see there's hundreds of people at the parks every day. But if you don't know 
I met someone through Instagram and we have similar interests and we both like doing this or that. Um, I've been had like a couple of amazing opportunities because of it. One of them was working with the Diz Unplugged. And then also, you know, I've gotten like a couple cool sponsors. Like I don't want to sound braggy, but like, uh, you know, Otterbox sent me a phone case or two to help promote that was like Disney. And like, I was really cool. Like things I would have already bought, like I got sent and it was really exciting. Now I'm not like the biggest influencer out there or like got the coolest things, but I have gotten some like really cool things that, you know, make me feel like all excited and stuff. And I will say this for anybody that does want to be like a Disney Instagrammer, don't compare yourself to other people. Someone's and I, I live by this and I went on another podcast and said this as well. If someone else's success doesn't deter, doesn't automatically mean that you're a failure, just means like, you know what, you just got to work a little bit harder to get noticed or maybe they reached out to that company. Like I really like want everybody to like help support each other. There was a girl, she got sponsored by Disney to like go check out the parks when they first opened. And I was so excited for her because we had the same amount of following and usually they pick like the bigger influencers and stuff. So I was like so proud of her and I was so excited for her. And I'm like, yes, good job, girl. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like they're seeing us like us little guys over here. So I highly recommend that for anybody. Like just do what you makes you happy and no, I love that. No, that's great. I love that. It's a great message. It's the philosophy I have for the show. I've, I've always said if one person listens, I'll still make the show because Sam and I get to talk about Disney and, and you know. And talk to other people who love Disney as much as we do. And sometimes people who love Disney even more than we do. So. But, we've, but we've met some other great, uh, we've made great friends in this community who are, you know, other creators, podcasters and vloggers. And, you know, they've been more than uh, happy to have us on their shows with their much larger audiences. And we have them on our show with with our audience. And, you know, it's just fun to collaborate with them. So it's, yeah, their, their success doesn't mean our failure. It's just they've been working at it longer. So. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. exactly. And then we can always help promote each other. Like we talked about before we recorded. If person, oh, one person listens to one Disney podcast, they're most likely going to like this Disney podcast or all 20 of these other ones. So, yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 Has anything really surprised you, you know, along the way? Anything that's really stood out as sort of didn't realize that would happen or I wish I'd known that beforehand? Anything surprising? I think the most surprising thing was I was able to get a job with the Diz, who I was a huge fan of for like four years. And when I went to go meet Pete, I was just kind of like waiting off to the side, like waiting to get my picture taken and say hi. But I'm like, I'm not going to be like every fan and just take a picture and say bye. Like I'm going to ask like, because it was a couple months before I went to Tokyo. And I was like, hey, Pete, I know you went to Tokyo. Do you have any advice? And we just got to talking. We took a picture and then he invited me to lunch and I was like freaked out. But the biggest thing that surprised other than like getting a job with the Diz is just the cool experiences that I've got to have like with either friends or by myself. I went to for 2019 to going into 2020 New Year. I, you know, I just did that by myself. And because I'm a big advocate of going to the parks by yourself, like there's no harm in doing it. You're not a loser. It's, you know, you kind of go at your own pace. So I went and I was trying to get into Magic Kingdom and it closed, uh, hit capacity at 1 p.m. So I'm like, okay, next best park is Epcot. I go to Epcot and I walk past the monorail and they're like, hey, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, do you want to go to Magic Kingdom? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so I went to Magic Kingdom and then I'm sitting in the monorail station for a while. Cast member comes up and he's like, hey, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you want these fast passes? And I'm like, sure. And then like <laughs> I was there for so long, he gave me like another set of three and they were good for like any ride, like Seven Doors Mine Train. Oh, and love that. Little things 
things like that happen. But I think the biggest thing is how much I'm able to learn about the parks and like not only the history, what things were like before. Because the first time I went to Disneyland was in 2017 and it was right when Fantasmic was closed. They were starting construction for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the Rivers of America were like completely drained. And also Tower of Terror was turning into Guardians. So I didn't get to do Guardians before. I didn't get to see their old Fantasmic. I didn't get to see Aladdin that was now frozen at the Hyperion. There was so much I hadn't seen. So hearing it from other people was like so exciting. I remember coming from Disney World, I talked to a friend and I'm like, oh, where do you guys have Fantasmic? She goes, oh, right here in uh, New Orleans Frontierland area. I'm like, well, where do you guys sit? Oh, on the ground. Well, well, where's the stage? Oh, just on Tom Sawyer Island. I'm like, what? Because I'm used to Disney World arena of a thing. But I got to say, I love Disneyland's Fantasmic so much more, <laughs> specifically because of the dragon, because Sleeping Beauty slash Maleficent is my favorite. But I think because of meeting people and like building relationships, I've learned so much about the parks, which just make me love it that much more. I love that. I feel like one of the things that we have loved about doing this podcast is just all of the people that we've met through it. I mean, we've only been doing this for kind of a short time, but we've made a lot of really amazing friends and we have learned a lot from other people's Disney experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. And all the food too. Like even if when I was in Florida, I couldn't hit all the food places. Like there's just so many or like resort hopping and checking all that out. Like there's so much to do at Disney World alone, let alone all the other Disney parks in the world. Yes, absolutely. And the parks are constantly changing. So even if you've had the experience before, it will be different the next time. And that restaurant you passed before will be different. So yeah, that's the great thing about the parks is that they're constantly evolving and changing. So yeah, exactly. or at least some people think so. Disney Disneyland, I think people want to keep exactly as, as it is. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, Pretty we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Well, last question before we move into sort of our next uh, segment with you, Morgan, which is just, I see on your Instagram feed, you've mentioned here just lots of really great little niche kind of products that you love. I'm wondering if there's one or two really standout things. We just did an episode for our listeners around kind of Black Friday and you know, gifts for the Disney lover. And so curious, one or two things that you really, really love out there that folks might not be fully aware of? Oh, okay. I have one really amazing product and kind of became my one of my best friends, Crowned Athletics. So for those oh, that don't yeah. know... Yeah, that is my friend Kirsten. We became friends by, I was just like a big fan because I grew up being an athlete and I've coached before and I love, there wasn't that much like athletic wear that you could wear like to Disney bound or princess or whatever. And when I saw that she came out with these like princesses, she hadn't come out with Sleeping Beauty yet. I was like, oh, I just can't wait till she has a Sleeping Beauty thing. I like Mm -hmm. messaged her. She had a headband and I got that. And when she came out with Sleeping Beauty, she asked me like, hey, do you want to come model for me? And that's the first time we met and we became really good friends because of it. And I absolutely love her products. They're such good quality materials. Like I've gone paddle boarding in um, her tops and like, you know, jumped in the water and then come back and like, they're still so cute. And you can like be different princesses. Like I have her Ariel, her Aurora. I don't have Belle yet. I have Cindy. Um, and for my first run Disney race, I wore her Cinderella top with like her Cinderella headband and scrunchie. And I looked so cute and I felt like a princess and just I highly recommend her product. If you guys want a discount code, DM me and say you want a Crown Athletics discount code, I'll hook you up. But I absolutely love her stuff. She's a great person. Go help support her. She's awesome. So Crown Athletics. 
Oh, awesome. I've seen their, uh, I've seen you promoting their stuff on your Instagram feed and it looks, it looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> looks awesome. I, think, I, keep... I think Brian sent me that link, like not that, actually not that long ago. Their stuff is like so, so cute. I really like it. Although I want her to branch out from non princesses and do other Ooh. characters too. Yes. That's coming out soon. She does have like a Tinkerbell thin headband and a Megara. And um, I know she just came out with Pocahontas, Tiana and Moana flow tops, which are so cute and so comfy. I like her flow tops the most. I have Rapunzel and Merida currently, but I, I want to get all of them for sure. Like she gives me some of them, but like I'm buying half, just as much as she's giving me. I'm like, I want all your stuff, Kirsten. Sam's going to want Vanellope. That's going to be her her favorite. Ooh, ooh. I'll, I'll drop some hints. Be like, hey, Kirsten, once you're done with the princesses, we're kind of, you should work on Vanellope. I'll drop yeah. some hints to her. I love it. Love it. We're, we're starting get... a petition to make her a full princess. So yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like Jane's one of my favorites growing up. I had a Jane dress. I think I had a Meg dress and an Esmeralda. Like those were my girls. Oh, I as love a child. Esmeralda. Yeah. She's, Esmeralda she's is awesome. amazing. <laughs> Uh, so Morgan, I wanted to take this opportunity while we have you to talk about Disneyland because you are obviously an expert in the park. You know, I know the park's been closed for a while and changes are probably on the way, but you know, a lot of stuff's going to stay the same, I hope. So I wanted to pick your brain on that, but I have to I have to start by asking that since you've been to Disneyland and Disney World, which is your favorite, Disneyland or Disney World? Oh, they're so, because I grew up on the East Coast. So Disney World was my home park and there was never a point in my life I would say Disneyland, I love it better. But after living there for so long in California, I love Disneyland so much more. I don't know where I got this from. I'm not taking credit, but I say this a lot is that Disneyland is like a small quaint hometown where everybody kind of knows everybody. And there's just so little details and history with it. Where Disney World is like New York City, like it's hustle and bustle and there's so much to do. It's very lively. So they're definitely great for different reasons, but Disneyland is my favorite for sure. I love that analogy. That is like so perfect. Yes, I I, I agree. I, I didn't know. I don't know where I heard it from, but someone I was like, this is absolutely perfect. This is exactly how it is. <laughs> well, and I want to ask your opinion on one thing at Disneyland, Morgan, which is just what do you think about California Adventure these days? It started off as a really hated park, I think. <laughs> I actually uh, lived in Southern California for a long time and used to go before they even opened California Adventure. And so my first experience with California Adventure has really been more recent. And it seems like that park is exploding. But what, what's your opinion of California Adventure before we dive into some of the more Disneyland focused stuff? I like it. If I had like when I hit the parks, I typically kind of hit Disneyland side a little bit more because I know a lot of friends that like to go drinking in DCA side, but I'm very much like a classic movies, like fantasy land kind of person. So I kind of typically hit Disneyland side, but I do love Paint the Night when that was over in DCA. I am very, very much excited for Avengers Campus. I am going to lose my mind when that happens. <laughs> I went down Buena Vista Street when it opened. They actually let you go pretty far, almost to Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. And you could see the web enterprises and the red building. I lost it. I was about to cry and I could only see like the tippy top <laughs> of it, but it was still so amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so close. Like I'm, I'm very, I might have, my answer might change later on saying I might hit up DCA side <laughs> because of 
Marvel Avengers campus. And I do love the Avengers over there. I love the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. I love some animation. I don't know. I, if Okay. If I'm at DCA, I'm kind of sticking towards like Hollywood land area. And that's kind of where I'm hanging out most of the time because you got Frozen at the Hyperion, which I love. Not a lot of people do, but I do love it. Marvel meet and greets, love characters, kind of like we talked about and animation building in Guardians, of course. So oh, yeah. kind of kind of hang out that over there. Yeah, no, that area is great. Okay, this is a really important question. So think about this hard, Morgan. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. If you're going to be Disney bounding as a Marvel character, are we thinking Captain Marvel or are we thinking Black Widow? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They're both so <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. Okay, I actually have plans in the future. Spoiler alert, a little teaser for those. Follow my Instagram. My friend, my very best friend, kind of looks in my eyes. I think she kind of looks like Scarlett Johansson. And so I want her to Disney bound as Black Widow. And I want to be her sister or whoever the other girl is, the Florence Pugh's character in the new Black Widow movie. Because I feel like I kind of not not totally, but like in re- relation to my best friend, Sarah and I, I think we both kind of look the equivalent to those girls. And I want to do a Disney bound where I wear the all white and she wears the black. Like I want to do like a total Disney bound with those girls. So oh, don't know cool. the name yet, but I'm very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. So we will have a rapid fire round at the end here, Morgan. So I'm going to ask you about some favorites, but I want to limit them to Disneyland. Uh, So if you have favorites across the parks, get to those in rapid fire. But as a longtime Disneyland fan, I wanted to ask you about some of your favorites in Disneyland. Do you have a favorite attraction in Disneyland? Oh, mm, that's so tough. That's so tough. I want to say Pirates of the Caribbean because I love how long it is there. I love storytelling. I love it's a good go-to ride on a hot day. The length is perfect. I love going past Blue Bayou Restaurant in the beginning. But a ride that's specific to Disneyland, I would say Alice in Wonderland because there's I don't feel like there's another dark ride that kind of goes how it does. And I just love the Alice in Wonderland, like going through all of the scenes. It's just so cute and just great. I love the Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland dark ride. Yeah, that's a great ride. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that is a great. We went on that for the first time the last time we were there. It was yeah, great. we had um, gone. Yeah. Our son is not a big fan of the dark rides, even you know, and some of them it makes sense because they're they're supposed to be little kid friendly, but they're quite scary. Some of them. And yeah, so, Mr. Toad, you go to hell. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly what I said when I got off the ride. I was like, like yeah. that didn't end well. Or right. yeah, Snow Scary Adventure. Like I did that by myself once at night, and I'm like, never again, <laughs> never again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what about um? Morgan, a favorite show or parade at Disneyland? Oh my goodness. I am such a parade person. Like even if I've seen the parade a hundred times, I will stop and watch it because I'm just a big entertainment person. But my favorite, because I love Sensational. I like cried when that ended. Pixar Play Parade was really fun. Paint the Night was awesome. It's got a great beat. Electrical Parade needs to die. Um, <laughs> I need to stop saying it's over. And then it comes back two years later. Like it just needs to die. Like let it die in peacefully. Um, (laughs) the new magic happens parade i was so thankful looking back now with everything that happened during 2020 i flew back for the last like two weeks of my annual pass and i went there for the opening of magic happens i got to see like that thursday when they did the soft opening and then that whole weekend i saw it every single day because my girl sleeping beauty is at the very last float with flora fauna merriweather and prince philip like it cannot get any better than that i had friends that were in the parade that i was like so excited to see and it was only open for two weeks before everything 
closed. So I, looking back, I was so thankful I got to see it. Her dress changes, Sleeping Beauty's dress changes from pink to blue. I want that dress. I need that dress. It's just, <laughs> Todrick Hall did an amazing job with the music. I just, I miss that parade so very much. Yeah, it's a great parade. It's so funny you say that because we we got to see it also very shortly before the the park shut down, but we only got to see half the parade. Oh. Is the parade broke down one of the floats broke down in the middle was it the frozen float yes <laughs> <laughs> I saw yes. videos of like a tractor pulling it or something yes it was exactly that what about dining morgan favorite favorite restaurant in disneyland or a restaurant or two Okay, so I'm the kind of person that once I like something, I kind of go back to it. So I have a couple like hot spots that I like to eat at. So Disneyland food is hands down better than Disney World's. They just try much harder at Disneyland because you got to accommodate for all those annual pass holders that keep coming back that want new things. I think my favorite spots to go to Jolly Holiday and getting tomato soup and grilled cheese on a cold in the winter. <laughs> That's my favorite. And then if I'm feeling a little like if I can snag a reservation, Cafe Orleans, I usually get in Monte Cristo with the palm frites and a mint julep. And I usually split that with Ooh. my best friend because it's like too much for one person, but it's like the perfect amount if you like split it in half. And then over in California Adventure, I go to Smoke Jumpers and I either get like a kid's chicken nugget or just a adult chicken nugget. And I will grab the lettuce from the salad bar and like kind of make it into like a little chicken salad because they have like onions and like tomatoes and like you can essentially make a salad. So you're kind of saving a little bit of money. And so going as often as I did, I kind of needed to like pinch pennies here and there. Those are my favorites. And then Lamplight Lounge, love the lobster nachos, love the potato skins. Those are my favorites. Awesome. I guess my favorite in DCA is probably Flo's. I love Flo's Cafe. Oh, um, yeah. And I love I love eating outdoors there with all the sort of kinetic energy of Cars Land. It's just really fun. Lamplight Lounge is amazing, too, with the kinetic energy coming off of um, the Incredicoaster if you're sitting yes. out on the deck. It's um, so fun. And the decorations in there are so cool. So yeah, If you yeah, ever sure. go to Lamplight Lounge and you sit outside and you kind of got like one of those edge seats, I always try to like take a time lapse of the fun wheel. As oh, yeah. oh. And seeing like the coaster go by and the fun wheel spin around and stuff. It's kind of a fun little thing to do, like kind of like put your phone away and not use it and kind of let it take a little video and stuff. It's quite fun. That is fun. We'll have to do that. I love that. So in Hollywood land, there's a little taco cart near the Captain Marvel meet and greet. And they had the obviously nachos there and they were so good. They're my favorite thing. So I was with one of my good friends, Nico, and we go and he's part of those Disney dudes. So go check him out. Really great guys. We go and he gets his thing because my nacho cart or the taco truck wasn't open yet. So he gets his food. We wait for mine to open. I'm the first one there. And um, I go to the customer. I'm like, what would you like? And I go, obviously nachos. And my friend Nico didn't know that there was a menu item called obviously nachos. And he was like, Morgan, you're being so rude. Like, how dare you just assume that she's knows? And we're like chuckling because like, me and the cast member knew exactly what I was talking about. But no, Nico, it's a menu item called Obviously Nachos. <laughs> and it was like based off of like Drax. So it was like blue tortilla chip or like corn chips and like all this good fixings on it and stuff. And it was just hilarious. He was like, thought it was being so rude. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not being rude. <laughs> it's actually a menu item. <laughs> oh my God, that is such a funny story. <laughs> Do you still make fun of your friend Nico for that now? <laughs> yes, yes. It was so great. I was like, look, I'm going to get the Obviously nachos. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, and, and so my last question for you, Morgan, in this, this sort of uh, vein is about the resorts at Disneyland. Have you stayed at the resorts? Do you have a favorite? 
Um, Disneyland, not so much because they're a little more expensive in Disneyland, but Disney World, I actually have a favorite and it is the Riviera. So with my job for the day is the day it opened December 16th, because it's the day before my actual birthday. I was very excited. I'm like, oh, it's a day before my birthday. <laughs> we got to tour it and we got to like do a bunch of dining reviews and we got to go to dinner and the character breakfast and like see all the different rooms. And it was so beautiful. So amazing. I love the environment, all the little touches of Disney. I love the French and um, European influences. And I think one of my favorite things there is not only the princess portraits, um, which go find them. Mm -hmm. There's also hidden Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Minnie, and Pluto's in the carpet. So look for those. But okay, my favorite, favorite thing is the Disney music in French. Oh, yes. We love that. And the posters, the movie posters, too, that are in. uh, I think there's some in Italian and some in French are so great. Yes. And so Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo in French is my favorite. I just want that on repeat. I just love just like the little, little vibe it gives. And it's still Disney, but you're just like, yes, it's so good. But that's my favorite. I did get to stay there in January for a media event. And that was just, I I was staying in the pull down bed and I still just had so much fun in there. I'm like, I don't care. This is a pull down bed. Like, this is so comfy. And I got my little TV and it had like a little kitchen at. Loved it. Love that hotel so much. We love it too. It's so we actually, we're DVC owners and Ooh. and our, our property in, in at Disney World is Riviera. We, and oh. we absolutely adore it. My favorite part of the resort is the mosaic down near the pool. That is the Rapunzel one. Yes, in the Peter Pan one. How could I forget? Yes, the, yes, I love them both. But I would say the Rapunzel one is my favorite with the lanterns. I love that. It's like, yeah. But I think they're, I mean, they, they, I don't think they really fit with the theming, to be perfectly honest, but I don't care. It, <laughs> the theming, they mix like a lot of different countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I get like the Italian and French Riviera, but then they have some other like countries that are not on the Riviera that don't really make sense, but I'm okay with it. because it's like, it's okay, but I'm, it's not correct, but I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> still beautiful and i love the way that they integrate like the characters and stuff just yeah exactly as you described yeah you know what i I thought up uh one more question for a disneyland aficionado which i have to ask which is soaring around the world or soaring over california oh i have a very strong opinion about this soaring over california hands (laughs) down that is the right answer that is the right answer (laughs) you have to keep like every time they bring soaring over california back i'm riding it if it's soaring around the world too much cgi i'm not here for that that it works perfect for Disney World at Epcot at the World Showcase. Like that makes sense. But California, like, you know, put it in, keep it in California. I, I feel like it's very popular. I brought my mom on it because she's a big Soren fan, no matter what version it is. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And we go on and I'm thinking it's going to be soaring over California. And we get on it and it's soaring over the world. And I was just like crossing my arms. Like I thought it was <laughs> California. I'm so upset. Like I was like, not being a brat, but I was just like, because my mom was happy either way. But I was just like, I thought it was California. Like I wanted yeah. to show my on the California one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the orange grove scent. It's like the yes. that, like that alone makes it so worth, worth That's it. So much better. For. Totally. <laughs> and Morgan, do you have a favorite time that you like to go to Disneyland? Like I'm discovering, you know, or we've been discovering all of these festivals and things that Disney has started at Disneyland. I had no idea about Dapper Days, even when I was in uh, living in Southern California and we were going to Disneyland, it seemed like, you know, every other every other week. But is there a favorite time that you like to go or one of these festivals that you really, really love? Oh my gosh. Okay. So not a festival. Okay. If we're at Disney World and I had to pick a festival, I just this year I was able to do Festival of the Arts for the first time. And I have a degree in graphic design, so I love art. And I was just 
loving all the art. Like I kept doing laps, just looking at the art from the different artists that were there. And um, I know at, there's Ashley Taylor and like a bunch of other, like Rob Causer, a bunch of my favorites, but loved that so much. And I do love food and wine at Epcot too. But at Disneyland, okay, my favorite time is Halloween time because it is kind of like a little mini festival. You got the different foods, you got the different souvenirs, merchandise, but Halloween, the parties, I was able to do Oogie Boogie Bash last year with my best friend and my mom. I just discovered Descendants last year and I knew I wanted to be Mel and found out my mom was coming into town the same time as the Halloween party. I'm like, mom, do you want to go? If you go, you have to dress up. She's like, okay, I'll dress up. Like she's a good sport. Like she'll go on for everything. And she dressed up as Maleficent and I did her daughter Mel. And it was so much fun when we met Maleficent. She loved her outfit. I just a big Halloween time. And my best friend, Sarah and I, who I met during my Disney college program, we're a big Halloween people. We love it way more than Christmas. (laughs) And we do it together and we plan our outfits. And yeah, it's, it's so fun. We just a big fan of it. Well, the other thing that I wanted to get your opinion on, Morgan, because you are a frequent Disneyland visitor. And as I alluded to earlier, there is always vehement pushback from Disneyland fans anytime Disney changes anything at the parks, (laughs) at at Disneyland, I should say. What kind of changes have you seen over the years, you know, that you visited Disneyland? Were there things that you really appreciated them changing and and, or anything that stood out where you're like, God, I wish they had not done that? Oh, I have lots of opinions about this. So working with the Diz, it definitely like brings a lot of different perspectives in about change and stuff because they're more focused on Disney World. Mm-hmm. But Disneyland, like I said, when I first got there in 2017, like February, Tower Terror was going under construction for Guardians. Rivers of America, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Fantasmic was all going under construction. And I was very bitter about Tower of Terror because I'm like, I love Tower of Terror, Disney World. Like, don't change it here. But then when Guardians showed up, I was like, I went opening day or like the second day after opening. I can't remember which. Got all dressed up. We went and we had such a good time. It was, we're like, okay, this is pretty fun. Like we can't be upset about this anymore. I'm trying to think of like other things like change, but like I love their Fantasmic. I didn't get to see when it, um, the Pirates of the Caribbean scene was Peter Pan, but I know people are very like stuck on that. But I think the Pirates is pretty good because I loved Pirates growing up. I don't know. I'm I'm open to change. I just want it to be done right. Like the new Splash Mountain turning into Princess and the Frog. I'm very, very excited for. But I've seen on the internet, like a couple other people like having other ideas for something more grand for Tiana. And, and I love that. Like I've seen, um, I think it was DSNY Newscast, I think. Shout out to him. I don't know him, but hi. But he thought of like putting um, Tiana's restaurant on Tom Sawyer Island, like in the front part. And then in the back part, putting like the Bayou and Mama Odie and like having a ride back there. And I'm like, ooh, that would be amazing. Like that would just give her like that area a whole new life. And then also like there's all the different elements from Princess and the Frog that you get to just like get immersed that much more because it's such a great movie. But I'm very much okay with them changing Splash Mountain as long as they just, it's just not like a quick overlay. Like there's definitely parts of Guardians where I'm like, oh, the boiler room, like this is very much a boiler room before it was Guardian's room. Like, I feel like if we kept with the theme, it would have been a little more displays and more of a museum type thing. But I know you got to do the suspense. So like certain things like they could have done better or if they had more time, like what could they have done? But I'm very excited for Princess and the Frog. What what do you wish would change? Oh, actually, I would change Storybook Circus back to Toontown at Disney World. 
<laughs> that's what I want because I have faint memories of it as a kid and I want to go back to that. <laughs> I miss it so much. And like Storybook Circus is cute, but like, yes, we need a designated kids area that's more so for, for the younger audience. But like, I I would be happy if it was like a cute little Toontown again, like even if it was for the kids. Like, I, I miss that because I love ours at Disneyland, but I want mm-hmm. Toontown back at Disney World for sure. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. I would want, if I could snap my fingers, I want Merida somewhere incorporated in Pixar Pier. I don't know how, but I want her somewhere in there because she is awesome. She's so underrated. Like when her original meet and greet happened and they had the three animatronic bears of her brothers and she would interact with them. I loved watching videos of that meet and greet happen. So like I want that somewhere at Pixar Pier or whatever because everybody forgets that she's Pixar and she's yeah. like so underrated for a Pixar movie and let's get Merida back, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, they, you know what they could do is they could do some kind of, I don't know, I feel like there's like a way to do like some kind of arrow shooting, like archery style, like game, you know, like how they well either like the games in the, in Pixar Pier and the sort of the, you know, like carnival games area. Like if there's a way to like theme one of them brave and have like an archery style thing. Ooh, that'd be really good. I'm I'm here for that. (laughs) Well, Sam, I think it's time to head into your favorite segment of the show, which is rapid fires. So I'm going to let you take it away. Awesome. Okay, Morgan, this is our rapid fire round. And what that means is, is I'm going to ask you a series of like quick questions. And it's just what is your Disney favorites? And the only rule to rapid fire is that there are no rules of rapid fire. (laughs) Oh, perfect. So let's start with your favorite character. Sleeping Beauty, hands down. I think she's amazing and beautiful and she's so kind, but a little curious. And she's a little bit of like a hippie. She's like singing, walking around in the woods barefoot. Like, come on. Awesome. Favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Okay, so naturally you'd think I would say Sleeping Beauty, but if I only had to pick one, my favorite Disney movie is Holes with Shia LaBeouf. It's like a like early 2000s. I love it because there's like multiple stories within the one story and they all come together at the end and you can watch it. Like it's a very rewatchable movie. It's got great music, great characters. Like definitely go rewatch that if you haven't watched it in a long time. (laughs) All right. Your favorite Disney song. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to like look at my Spotify and see like what songs I have saved. (laughs) Okay. I think I'm going to kind of go back to what I said earlier. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo in French. Definitely. Try to go find that. (laughs) It's very, very (laughs) vibey. Awesome. Okay, your favorite Disney park? I'm going to have to say, and this is going to shock everybody, Hollywood Studios. What? I You're know. shocking me. Uh, that's right. quickly becoming a contender for one of the best parks at Disney World, really, with all the new rides that are coming in. So, yeah. And honestly, this was before Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge opened up. It was one of my favorites because I'm a big thrill person. So you got Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. And then I was also a big show person, too. And I love parades and characters. You got Beauty and the Beast. You got Indiana Jones stunt show. You got the Jedi training over there and just like a handful of other things. But the Citizens of Hollywood. Yes, I knew you they, were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, they're my favorite. I love them so much. Like I could sit and watch them all day long. Okay. What is your favorite land? Oh my goodness. Okay. It's a tie between Avengers Campus whenever that opens up because I know it's going to be my favorite. 
or Pandora <laughs> because love, love flight of passage. Who doesn't? Navi Render Journey is whatever. I don't really care about that. <laughs> I totally I agree. Waited two hours for that. I have like a hate relationship with it. <laughs> I had friends from out of town that had to ride it. I'm like, okay, sure. Oh God. That would drive me crazy to wait two hours to get I, on that I ride. I was like, you guys, it's not worth it. I promise you. And we get off and they're like, yeah, it wasn't worth it. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Back to Pandora. Love the food there. Like so good. Love the Night Blossom, the colorful drink with the boba in it, I think. Love that. And the drummers. Big, big fan of uh, Pandora drummers. They are so fun. I like get down with it. Like I'm always there for it. Like they're so underrated. So, so good. So Pandora is my favorite land. Okay. Your favorite classic ride or attraction? Would Splash Mountain count as a classic attraction? Yeah. I would say Splash Mountain because I loved that as a kid and it's just a fun ride. I'm excited to see what they do with it. But Splash Mountain. Which one? Disney World, I feel like, is longer. Yes. Yeah. It's better. But Disneyland Splash Mountain, before they refurbed it like a year and a half ago, it had like a steeper slope. So it went down a little bit faster. But till they did that, I'll go back to Disney World. All right. Your favorite modern ride or attraction? Okay. Can I can I jump ship and say a different park? Well, you said there's no rules. Yes, so. there's no rules. It's not, you don't have to be there. Yeah, it's in any park that you've been to. Any any of them. We're gonna go to the other theme park, and we're gonna go to Universal. We're gonna go to Hagrid's Motorbike Magical Creature Adventure, whatever the title is. Oh my ride. goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh, when you said, "Can you go anywhere?" I didn't realize you were gonna go to a competitor. I'm going to the other. I'm going to the dark side. <laughs> it is so great. Like the thrill. If you can avoid anybody that wants to go in it that hasn't yet, if you can avoid all spoilers, please do because it will make your experience so much better. I took a friend on there this year in January and I had her as we're walking through the queue till we got into the show building, looked down and she held my hand with her behind my back and I like guided her through the ride and she was like in shock the whole time because there's a couple of surprises that happen and you're just like, what? And I might, I might like it better than Rise of the Resistance. I don't know. There it's a close second, but yeah, it's it's that great. It is that great. Wow. That's high praise. All right. What is your favorite Disney snack? Okay. So I already mentioned I love popcorn, but there's my favorite combination. So I love a Disneyland popcorn, whether it's the cheddar buffalo mix at Disney World or if I'm just like a normal popcorn at Disneyland. But I get a popcorn frozen lemonade cup, like the Minute Maid ones, and then sit and watch the parade. That is like the ultimate, like I'm in my happy place. (laughs) Okay. Favorite quick service restaurant? I think is it Statulis? I I only lived there for a couple of months, so I don't quite know the names. But yeah, the one in Pandora, I just love, and it's such a good portion too. And you get to like pick your sauces. I just I love that. Yeah, those bowls are awesome. We love them too. Okay, favorite sit down restaurant, and this can be again at any of the parks, but it could also be at like Downtown Disney or Disney Springs. Okay, I'm going to say this: the breakfast at the Riviera. What is it called? Oh, Topolino, Topolino's Terrace. Yes, I love that breakfast. That was so cute. I love the characters. I love the, all the uh, European influences. I love their little outfits. Mm-hmm. Like it's just such a good, great breakfast. Like it's definitely not the best food in the world, but just like the overall experience of that sit down is my favorite. And so my last question of rapid fire is favorite Disney souvenir. 
Okay. All my favorite souvenirs are Sleeping Beauty related or Maleficent related. I'm going to say, I'm going to give two answers. Okay. Because one is not directly from the park and the other is. My favorite is my replica Sleeping Beauty crown with all the jewels and diamond looking pieces in it. And it's like the exact shape. Like if when I bring it to the parks, it looks just like the one that Sleeping Beauty is wearing as like a meet and greet character. And then my second thing is there was this little plushie the kind of two different plushies and one was the little owl from Sleeping Beauty and he has a little hat on and he has a little cape on from the Once Upon a Dream sequence and when she's in the forest is Briar Rose dancing with her prince and then there's also a bunny boots plushie I call them bunny boots because there was two bunnies in each boot and I have one of them plushie and they're right next to each those are my favorites and I got those from Disney as well so cute I love that Bunny boots and Mr. Owl. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morgan, it has been fabulous having you on this evening. Do you want to remind folks where they can connect with you or find you, uh, your Instagram feed, your new podcast, those sorts of things? Absolutely. So you can follow me personally on Instagram at Morgan Stark underscore underscore. And then if you want to follow my podcast, it is Just Some Magic. And you can go on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can also go to justsomemagic.com. And if you guys have a magical moment that you guys want me to read on my podcast, feel free to submit it. And you just go to the website and click on Share Your Magic. And I could possibly read it on my next show. So feel free to submit your most magical moments because I love reading all of them. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was absolutely so much fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. You know, it's for us, it's so hard being away from the magic. And so we love talking to guests like you so we can, you know, get a little a little taste of the magic while we're stuck at home. Yeah, I feel like we just kind of like did laps around Disneyland and Disney World through this whole conversation. So <laughs> exactly. I feel like we just took a couple little trips. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> our fun conversation with Morgan on this week's show. It was a lot of fun talking to her. I have followed her Instagram account for a while now and she's got some great posts that she puts up. She's super upbeat and just, you know, really kind of fun and inspiring uh, account to follow. So if you're on Instagram and you're not following her, please head over, search for Morgan Stark double underscore and you'll find her account and really encourage you to follow it and check it out. And then also be sure to check out Morgan's new podcast. That sounds like a great, great podcast uh, to bring a little bit of of magic into our lives during a period when we could probably all use some. So with that, I just wanted to thank everyone again for listening. We really appreciate all of our listeners out there. So thank you so much for listening week to week. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast. It can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also do remember to leave us those five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts and written reviews are the best. They help us surface our content to people who might be looking for podcasts like ours. And again, we haven't had a written review to read on the air for a little bit. I would love to have a new one to put on the air. So head over there, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. And we love reading all the reviews as they come up. So if you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over and join the DCL Duo vlog and podcast group on Facebook. We've got quite an active and growing community over there. So head on over, join 
join us. We'd love to bring you into the conversation. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed in the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night.